0: yesterday we had our first fight i think the 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 next step is to that i um that i bring you to dinner in my with my family to meet my mother
1: i would love to meet your family
0: yeah i think like in relationship this is the step no
1: i haven't been at that at that stage in a relationship in a long time so i forgot
0: call it good intention yeah like I, I love you we we do like a cool thing
1: I, I also wanted to say i'm i'm sorry i mean i it was late i was up for i think 20 hours yesterday um and i i mean it was after we recorded and then w- w- we were talking and your friend was here and and things just got i i went into an, another layer of just being back i guess in the newsroom like two years ago when I was working at hearts and everything, it was just like another, like yesterday I was a lawyer and like a translator. And then at the end, like, you know, and a person. And then at the end, it was like a flashback to like newsroom chat. And it like, and you know, we're all triggered, right? Like there's, we inherited, you know, trauma in our chromosomes. All of this is incredibly triggering. Um, I already mentioned like CPTSD and all these other things. And I'm a survivor of sexual assault. Like it's just so triggering and um, things got a little, like they got like really fast. And I, you know, I'm sometimes like, I get really, I can't take like social cues in a room sometimes, like when, you know, and then I just, and I'm not proud of it. I just kind of, I just like, stormed out I got like you you know I just was like what you know if that's how you feel then I'm out and I and I left and you were like that's no way to leave and 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 we hugged you know and but and I apologized and you were like it's okay and but I ended up like crying for like the next hour and a half and calling friends (sighs) I felt so bad
2: Today is Tuesday, October 10th, 2023. Uh, my name is Jonathan Gall, taking over for Gabi, who uh, had a rough time uh, in the reserve duty that she was uh, called to do and was just unable to continue with these reports. I am a podcaster. I'm a f- former journalist, you can say. Uh, I live in a small Village called Givat Nili, in the center north of Israel. So not nearby uh, any of the hot um, conflict zones, but definitely on alert at all times. Uh, Tuesday today, we are seeing continuing uh, rocket attacks uh, all over central and southern Israel. We uh, keep seeing numbers of the dead and wounded rising uh, through uh, media. We, you know, we're told uh, hundreds of dead, uh, getting into over a thousand uh, deaths, uh, a couple of thousands uh, wounded, a lot of uh, people in hospital. Uh, by this time, Tuesday, it looks like the towns, the kibbutzim, the smaller villages around uh, Gaza, that were taken by terrorists on Saturday, are by now uh, freed and retaken by uh, IDF forces. Uh, there's still the danger of a uh, terrorist hiding in Israel territory, still from Saturday's uh, surprise attack. So that whole area is, uh, is filled with um, a huge amount of uh, military personnel. Also, we're seeing uh, Lebanon uh, heating up with all kinds of uh, smaller scale uh, attacks and alarms going off and some action near the border. Everyone is uh, tense, waiting for the northern attack to join the southern attack. So far, nothing in a large scale, but we have our eyes toward that area as well um i think that that's it for today i'll try again tomorrow
1: you asked about values yesterday you said we talked about values
0: Oh, we said something funny about values no there <laughs> was a punch there i don't know what the punch you said, was. like if we if we wrote our value or something
1: <laughs> like our mission statement like our values or something like what are the values oh it was a conversation about like what are our values like what are we trying to achieve or something like that
0: and then you say if we had note if we had the book of our <laughs> like values <laughs>
1: what it was like a mission statement like a, a like a like a i don't
0: i don't remember exactly what it was no but it was funny we should catch the gag <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, it was m- much more fun yesterday. She Should... put microphone all the time. <laughs> like even, yeah. First of all, cheers. We drink um Martini Bianco ice, sparkling water, and slice of lemon. Very refreshing. I don't know how to say it in proper English. Let's let to find the exactly exact word. What I want what I'm trying to say is I live in Tel Aviv in the in the last ten years, and you actually can live the, here. Imagine this is Berlin with like better weather and more expensive. But like okay, from every few years there is like a an alarm or something like like there is a terror attack or something horrible happened. But keep going. Like you live your life. As same as all like the other uh, you know, big metropolis, metropolitan, Paris, Berlin, whatever. I literally think about the 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 stuff that uh, make me busy How
1: do
0: you say oh, the
1: thing the things that like preoccupy you on a daily basis i
0: I date with this girl. She answered me. She don't answer me like, this guy think my music is good. This guy is like making me. Uh, is like a douchebag in this bar. That I, this bar is cool. This bar is not. Should we do this drug? This we can do. Like they don't. She la blah 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 blah. blah. That this coffee is. All, it's cool enough. Like, like, do I wear the right stuff? And then I'm saying like, where have I been in in the last ten years? Like, I didn't thought about like Gaza. My family safety nest like the the future the i was like completely menutak
1: completely disconnected cut off
0: how how can we manage to live this dissonance well
1: before we get into how how to manage the dissonance it sounds like you're giving yourself a hard time for that and i just want to remind you of yesterday part of what you were saying was you were born into this chaos. And so if you were able to kind of create an oasis where you could create and play and imagine after having a childhood that was racked by the intifadas and all sorts of other stuff, then is that such a bad thing? I mean, it allowed you to become the kind of person that you are now that can produce things and edit them and release them and create, right? So... I don't think this is the time for self-blame. The The dissonance is there all the time. I think even, you know, even if you're reading the news all the time, right? Like over the past 10 years, like what, is that really pushing things in a different direction? You know, I don't think so. How do you manage the cognitive discon... I mean, it's like this. You know, when you're like walking up the stairs and you're holding a glass of water and you're not thinking about holding the glass of water or walking up the stairs, you're thinking about that girl that you texted that maybe didn't text you back or where you're going. You can't hold on to everything at the same time. You just can't. You know, if, if you are aware all the time of every single injustice happening in the world right now, And believe me, it's like, it's a bottomless pit. It's terrible. (laughs) Even down to how this iPhone in front of me was manufactured. You would possibly be paralyzed, which is how I spent a long time in my life. I was paralyzed into not creating because I was so (gasps) also, you know, so... If if you had to be how you were to get to where you are now, I, for one, am super grateful because this that's happening between us these past few days and that's happening right now for me and maybe for even five listeners um, is just incredibly nurturing and nourishing and kind of a refuge during the storm so i'm grateful
0: you know the outcast song
1: Mm -mm. and i love them i was listening to crumbling herb do you know that one from the 1994 album? I forgot the name, but I listened to it like 35 times in two days last week before all this went down. It was just yeah. like.
0: So the first world is paralyzed, isn't it? Oh yeah. Caroline. It's Caroline. Caroline. I thought it's paralyzed. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! What a shame. <laughs> Half the time, it's need a gold golden calculator, calculator to
1: divide time it takes to realize.
0: How do you say "at the tumble in English?
1: Uh, like
0: uh, I embarrass myself in front of the listeners. I don't. Th-
1: I, I don't think so at all. I, I I heard a really funny thing recently where it was like someone called into a radio station. Uh, like a Spanish-speaking radio station. You know, there's a lot of Latin Americans and everything in in the States. Grew up in South Florida. I love those stations. Anyway, so he calls in and he asks in Spanish to play this song, like Reebok or Nike, but he does it like with an accent. And the radio DJ is just like, what? And he's like, can you play Reebok or Nike? Something like that. And then the DJ puts on... This is the rhythm of the night. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, amazing. amazing. This is the rhythm of the night. Reebok or Nike. And then you're just like, wow, I love that.
0: Okay, enough with the pop culture. Let's speak about war.
1: Speaking of war, some interesting things happened right before the war started. Do you remember the news story about the American tourists that went into the Israel Museum in Jerusalem and broke two statues from about two thousand years ago?
0: Tanami Mall.
1: One of them, if I if I remember correctly, it's like Roman antiquities from this region. One of them was a statuette of Athena the goddess of craft and warfare. And the other statue is like, uh, you know, those like mixed animal things that like you said, I don't remember the name for it, but anyway, it's like holding the wheel of nemesis, which is like enemy dark. I don't know. Anyway, those things were shattered by someone that can't, it's like unprecedented in the museum's history, like right before this came out. But, this started, well, I don't know if you're you, into you, symbols or synchronicity yeah. or like events that are very strange. I saw a lionfish, which is a super predator invasive species. It can paralyze or kill a human. Paralyze. He, he went in there, broke them and he, and, and then the reason he gave for breaking these statues was because they're blasphemous and go against like God. It's like a religious thing, crazy. And I so saw, I saw this lionfish, it's a super rare sighting. I was I was there with someone who's like a surfer for like 20, 30 years. And he was like, in my whole life, I've never seen one of these off the coast of the Mediterranean. And then I looked up what's the symbolism of seeing a lionfish. And it said that in some cultures, it's viewed as a bad omen. This was like a week before everything started. I don't know. It's a dark time, so I guess it makes sense that I'm like, you know, kind of connecting weird things. <laughs>
0: like, I will put sound of like magic.
1: This is like the Joe Rogan part of the podcast where we're like pyramids, symbols. like
0: I never listened.
1: Well, I don't know if you need to start now.
0: It's like to not see the smuya.
1: Oh, you haven't seen The Wire?
0: No, but I watched uh, Sopranos. That's great. Shout out for Christopher Maltesanti.
1: We haven't really talked about the war, though. We haven't talked about today. Yeah, we need
0: to to speak about like dark shit. No.
1: To be honest, I've barely been watching the news today. I've been on. Uh, I've been on a lot of. Uh, we're trying to raise funds for
0: uh, for our podcast.
1: No, for, you know, soldiers in the field that need gear and, uh, you know, humanitarian efforts and get a journalism hub, you know, off the ground and connect people and resources, the stuff we were talking about yesterday. Um, but I heard that there were a few bright, bright points today. Like they found 30 people that had been hiding somewhere in one of the villages in the south. Um, they were just hiding for three days. Like, I don't even know how, where they got water and food. Like, I, I some, someone just told me, like in the house where I'm sheltering, they were like, oh, some good news, blah, 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 30 people. So I know that happened today. I don't really, did, did you, do you know what happened today? I, I, I mean, I know it's harrowing and,
0: you know, obviously, but. I didn't know about that. And I heard about people which I don't know, but this is like second or third circle of people that I know that been murdered. Like, and I've been all up, the news. I have friends who right now in Miloim.
1: Um reservists that have been called up.
0: Yeah, I don't know. My ex texted me. It's okay to speak about
1: that. Um, yeah, we're people and. Oh, we'll do the disclaimer at the end, right?
0: We should do it in the beginning. Like, man, next episode? I better have it prepared. So she texted me. She asked, how, uh, how am I? And I was uh, very excited about that. Suddenly, there is thing about, like, really bad time in Israel, that all the the rules that you invent to yourself, for example, like, I'm not gonna speak with my ex. In dark time, things look really different. And you thought about you think about like the days before and you feel a bit stupid and you have do tea. Like
1: childish. Yeah. There is something tender about it now, though, what you mean, right? Like that it's really dark, but there's also this tenderness. It's like the ego games are kind of cast aside and
0: Yeah, between people. Also yeah. like We're sitting on the shelter uh, a few hours ago. All those little children that sat with us, people from. Uh, Refugee children also. Yeah. And during like the last year, I always like fight with them, argue with them, like just stop, do crazy shit beneath my window or play soccer. And. Next thing you know, I just sit with them and the little uh, cute um, girl give me like high five all the time during like we hear bombing outside. Like
1: In a sense, this war is like clarifying a lot of divisions that I think people didn't realize existed between them. Like I... (laughs) I called out some friends yesterday, friends, <laughs> no longer. Um, and I was just like, did you forget where I live? Like we were talking last week, like that level of friendship. They're like, no, I, I, I've been uh, following your stories and I assumed you're safe as if like what safe, just cause like, I haven't been maimed, tortured or raped. Like this has been an easy situation. Like what's the problem to check in? You know what I mean? But like So those divisions have become clearer, but at the same time, like these other divisions, like between you and your ex, you and these neighbors that you're just like, oh my God, I wish they would like never like kick their soccer ball, like right into my wall over and over again. It's just like, that becomes blurrier. There's more camaraderie. I, you know, after the after the blood donation drive the other day, like I was just like woozy and my friend picked me up and cause there was, um, a terrorist that had been like two terrorists that were, um, kind of, there was a search for them in central Tel Aviv. So they blocked off like right where blood drive was. And it was pretty scary. You know, there were, there were a lot of them on the loose still. And she was like, I'm at my mom's nearby. I'll wait for you to be done. She waited another two hours for me to be done there. And then you know, drove, drove me to their place, whatever. Anyway, I went into this grocery to get vegetables and I was just kind of phased. And this completely random stranger was like, do you need anything? Do you need help? Like people are just, the lines are open. The heart lines are open between people. The heart lines are open between you and your ex in those texts and the heartlines are open between, you know, neighbors and the heartlines were open between me and my, you know, cuckoo, uh, really intense, you know, next door neighbor, synagogue friends who are always, you know, kind of, we've been arguing about the shared alley. And I went in there, I, I ran home yesterday to grab some supplies and they were there. And, and, you know, there was jokey sort of banter, you know, it's like, everything's suddenly pales in comparison and there's actual things that need to be done. There's work that needs to be done. There's so much hurt and pain that people are, you know, smiling at each other more. And they're just saying like, you know, shalom, Manishma like, Hey, how are you? And like smiling at each other on the street a bit more. And that's really, that's really nice. And I'm really, really, really blown away by just how, quick and resourceful and intimate and it's hard to describe even like just i'm i'm in contact with people that i've never met in real life that you know everyone's like kind of connecting someone to someone else that could be relevant for whatever they're mobilizing incredibly it just people that you would one woman who's like the first woman to have ever served on like an Israeli naval ship in a command, you know, in a combat thing, like 30 years ago, she's, she's like started her own nonprofit in America now, like, so that people can donate more easily from the States. And someone put me in contact with her and then person I'm sheltering with was like, do you know who this is? Like, this is blah, blah, blah. And you know, I only realized that after we had been texting and I was like, by the way, I was just told who you are. And like, it's just like, you're a badass. Like, thank you so much. Like what an honor. And like, there's no like fuffity fuffity, like between people. It's just like, she's like, no, thank you. Like, it's just... It's just super raw, it's unfiltered, it's real. And going back to our values, I really did think about it last night and today. I I know, I'm. it's getting clearer and clearer to me what my values are. And it's not like a, a list of 20 things. It's like, be real, call people out, be compassionate, you know, show up, bring it.
0: <laughs> how do you say, how do you say in the States? Keep it real.
1: Keep it real, you know. <laughs> yeah, keep it real. Big thank you to Shema Podcast Sound Production for hosting us and digitally distributing this podcast. To Gabby Briner for rounding up and summarizing today's events. Tal Stadler for design. Dor Komet, uh, co-producer and whose lovely voice you've been hearing,
0: and editing.
1: And editing, of course. How can I forget every day. That is, I'm still blown away by that. And to myself, Amy Sapan, can I thank myself? Is that a weird thing to do? Of course. And thank you to all of you for listening to us, for keeping an open mind and an open heart, and for, well, we'd really appreciate it if you didn't judge us, hold anything against us. Um, We're really speaking live, raw, from the bottom of our heart, off the cuff. And none of this has been fact-checked, written before. This is full-on improvised. So thank you. Uh, stay safe. And we'll be together tomorrow. Good night. Good day. Good Good evening. <laughs> <laughs>